Hey everybody and welcome to episode 76 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome to episode 76 of the Revive Yourself podcast. I hope you're all well. Um, yeah, so <laughs> just back from Canada and the US myself, if any of you haven't been out there, um, well, that's quite vast actually, I should say, went out for a wedding, um, visited Sas- uh, Saskatoon, which is in um, Sask- Saskatoon, uh, Saskatoon, something like that in Canada, middle of nowhere, but that was um, really good fun for one of my uh, former clients' weddings, which was really good, and heading down to Vancouver, which is probably one of my favourite cities I've ever been to, actually. The beach right there, the mountains, just an hour away. Very, very young, vibrant city. Um, absolutely brilliant. Then head, headed to LA, where we drove to San Diego for four days. Um, and then went down to Venice Beach for four days. It was a fantastic trip. Um, and actually thinking about heading over to San Diego or around there for a couple of months, maybe three months next year, just to, to work and then to actually interview all the people up and down that West Coast. Lots of, lots of people that I um, talk to and natural health rule out there. Lots of, um, yeah, lots of very interesting people. So it could, could actually be a plan that I put into place um, because it's a fantastic, especially if you're getting up. Those of you that are in America, audiences that are in America um, or on the West Coast, and you have the opportunity to get up every day and be by the beach to see the sun, the sand, it's just phenomenal and it's just great for your health as well. I mean, the sun allows you to get away with, with, uh, with murder health-wise as well. Uh, antiviral, it's immune boosting, it's phenomenal for a whole myriad of health issues. So, uh, And also, you know, just come back to England, where they've been having 33-degree heat and uh, it's overcast and grey, which is always, um, I suppose, expected. But anyway, I digress. Um, as always, guys, the uh, the three-day, the three-four-day natural, um, sorry, the three-four-day total uh, gut revival program is going well. Uh, lots of people still joining that and getting phenomenal results. Uh, just listening, if you've got a chronic health issue, gut issue, uh, maybe adrenal problems, thyroid issues, and um, any sort of mental health problem um, etc skin issue this group is going to help you just understand the basics of what you need to do and as I said before if you are looking for someone to work with one-to-one then you can always give me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and we'll book you in for a call where we can see if we're a good fit now today's episode is a special one it's one with one of my clients uh, current clients stephanie westbrook now Stephanie, when Stephanie came to me, she'd been dealing with um, mental and physical health issues for a long period of time, over a decade, uh, and she'd done different programs with different varying degrees of success, but nothing that had really ever uh, encompassed everything she needed in one, um, and Stephanie was really struggled to talk about her issues, she sort of hid them away, 
and you know it's been a journey and we're still progressing with her but she's at a place now where she's able to talk about everything she's been through she actually even started her own blog which i talk about in the on the show she started her own facebook group where she's been talking to other people who've got mental health issues um she also went through a whole lot of physical abuse which for abusive abusive relationship and she also had miscarriages and and um, endometriosis etc and i let her tell you all about that so it's an episode I can't wait to get out there for you guys and girls to listen to. Uh, it really just tell you that the power of holistic healing and holistic methods for people, especially for people that have been struggling for years and years like I had been. So without further ado, here's Stephanie. Enjoy the show and I'll speak to you on the other side. So guys, welcome to episode 76 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Today's episode, we're just going in a slightly different direction where I want to bring to you one of my uh, clients' stories. Um, so today we're here with Stephanie Westbrook. Uh, she's, she's in Telford and I started working with Stephanie a, a few months back. But Stephanie's journey has been, um, well all of our clients really go through remarkable journeys, but Stephanie's um, journey has been, a, I would say, another remarkable one. But it's one that she's starting to detail out and she's actually moving into telling people her story um, and for a long time she was actually quite scared to talk about her struggles uh, she'd been dealing with not just physical issues but also mental issues too um, and you know for a lot of people it can be quite hard to talk about these things especially if you've been struggling with them because it because you know people you feel like others are going to look down on them it's something that that can can be um or very, I'd just say, it, it can be something that can people can struggle with, um, but also because they don't know if they, they tell their story, how people will kind of look at them, if they look at them differently, if they're going to be judged, and, and it's something that can be, as I said before, a quite a hard hurdle to get over. But Stephanie's um, been doing absolutely fantastic, and she's, she's, she's gone from strength to strength, and she's now even starting to detail her journey out, and she's got her own uh, website, um, or actually a blog, uh, which is which is called mental love sorry mental health love dot blogspot dot com. So welcome to the show, Stephanie. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, yourself? Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, doing well. Just just, a, just still getting over some of the jet lag. I've been hit, feel like I've been in. Well, it's weird actually. Just come back from California and going out there. Uh, actually, we went to Canada for a friend's wedding. Then we went, um, yeah, we went to Canada. Then we went over to Vancouver, which is great. Um, back over to San Diego, then cat and into Venice Beach. But just come back, and the, yeah, the jet lag hit me quite hard actually. But um, all good. We're, we're going. We go there. The weather over here when we returned. I mean, I heard you've been getting thirty-three degrees and stuff. And we'll come back to rain and uh, yeah, overcast <laughs> conditions. What's it like? Yeah, because you came back, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. Yeah, it probably is. We had 36 degrees in California when I was over there. It's really, really hot. But it's raining in Telford, you said, today, right? It is, yeah. It's absolutely tipping down. We've had thunderstorms because, obviously, the heat and stuff. Um, but it's been it's been quite refreshing to actually have some rain because it's just been so dry. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's actually... Well, sometimes it can actually be, it can get a bit too much, too much heat, but, you know, we're not used to it that, that much, but, um, no, it's, it's nice and, and cool today, re- refreshing, but, so just for people out there, Stephanie, um, before you come to me, um, before we started working together, what had you been struggling with? What was, what's your backstory? How, um, what had been going on in your life? Yeah, um, quite a few different things. Um, I experienced a lot of trauma. 
um, in a very short space of time. And I think when I first came to you, I described it as being a 30-year-old stuck in a 90-year-old's body, Mm -hmm. Um, which was really hard for me to admit that Um, because obviously mental health issues that I had, the emotional abuse, um, was also raped as well, Um, which, again, is really hard for me to sort of talk about because Mm -hmm. there's so much stigma when you open up about things like that. Mm -hmm. Um. And I had family troubles as well. So it wasn't just the the physical side, it was the mental side as well. Um, and I'd previously worked with various different coaches, all of which have been amazing. Um, but then I started getting like uh, physical effects, I guess, mm-hmm. um, from the traumas. Um, so frequent UTIs, I was diagnosed with endometriosis. Um, I actually had nine miscarriages um, in total, um, and an abortion um, when I was younger. So all of that was quite trauma. I suppose traumatic, scary. Um, and if you've got no one that you can sort of lean on, it makes it harder to deal with everyday life. Um, I also quit my sport as well because I just couldn't cope with the travel. Um, you know, like what you mentioned earlier about the fact that you're struggling with jet lag from coming back from America, I'd constantly have jet lag, so I'd have to have regular naps and things like that. So settling back into normal everyday life was pretty tough, I guess. Um, so when I came to you, it was more of the fact that I sort of came with the idea that I need to fix my eating habits because that wasn't helping. Uh, the fatigue that I had um, and the fact that I just felt generally unwell. And every time I went to a doctor's or anything like that, I was being fobbed off with different answers um, and no sort of clear pathway as to what was causing it or why I felt so ill. And then I had unnecessary surgery, which I didn't actually need. Um, so again, my body's just going through complete trauma all the time. And, and so it's almost, I mean, I did actually the video on endometriosis a little while ago and so a lot of these reproductive issues that women go through, um, and you know, a lot of it is, is just, it's just the accumulation of stress. It's almost a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of the time it's trying to live like a man in a woman's body. Um, and I always say the feminists say we're all the same. Well, unfortunately, I mean, it's not unfortunately, but we're just not, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And a women's body, woman's body should have enough resources for, for two people, you know, it needs to create life. But a lot of this stress, it all summates and it can lead to the woman, woman not even having enough resources for herself. And when you go through, as you said, what you're going through, a lot of these, a lot of these mental, emotional, um, issues can then manifest physically so the, how the body works um you know the mental mental emotional can affect the physical physical can affect the mental emotional and it's why we have to look at the body holistically and have to look at all all, all parts of the body just to reduce that stress reduce that trauma as much as possible um and a lot of the time if unless you actually face it head on and you keep pushing it to the back it'll keep on coming it's what we call like the pain teacher you know it'll keep on coming back up until you actually deal with it and get to the root of the problem and as you said before that doctors consultants specialists things that i'd had before as well you know they just they mask or glaze over things they don't get to the root of it and getting to the root of it is the key 
Um, and so when you when you were so this is people like what what sport was you playing, Stephanie? What, what uh, I played golf uh, from the age of six. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to turn professional when I was twenty. 24 Mm -hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to go over to the States to study and play on a 100% scholarship which is so hard to get Mm -hmm. Um, but I just couldn't do it so yeah I mean this wasn't like this is me to play a professional you must have been very good at it it must have been a love yeah yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely to a point um, it was a love-hate relationship um, which I think there is with most sports um, but I think when I turned professional, I think it was the right time for me to do it, and it was one of my goals anyway. So we just, I made the decision pretty much overnight and said, if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. And I think when I came to you, I was like, if I don't sort my health out now, I'm not going to achieve more good stuff later on. Mm-hmm. So the two kind of go hand in hand, really, and that's where my motivation and determinations come from. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, I completely agree with it, and it's and it's it's something that you know. I mean, you're still young; you can still we still get you back into it. It's not a problem, it, but you have to get you have to get to you have to get yourself to a mental and physical standpoint when actually you're able to do that as well as everything else. Because when we so for for people out there, you you're going through you're going through this and what so what other before you started working with myself, what other approaches had you taken? Now you said you worked with other coaches, but what other things had you done? Um, so I worked a lot on my mindset. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a coach called Steve Aish. Um and the mindset work was just phenomenal because it got to the point of I suppose having an acceptance that I had mental health issues, mm-hmm. whereas previously I've been in denial about it, mm-hmm. um, and always passed it off as going, "Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine." Um, I've had several golf coaches for my sport specifically, um, but your pathway was very different um, because not only have we tackled the mindset, but we've also done the eating. We've looked at my sleep. We've looked at my exercise and we've looked at relaxation and it's been a combination of all of that that's Mm -hmm. helped me. And a year, well, I say nearly, virtually a year since I got taken into hospital with my last kidney infection, Mm -hmm. they're now saying that I'm completely clear. So I can't put that down to it. I hadn't done anything different other than the work I've done with you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a UTI since September time. Yeah. It's something that I always say to people, because <laughs> people can't believe it. And this is why it's really important for me to, I'm trying to get as many of you guys' stories out there as possible, because sometimes people, like I did, I went through so many years of struggle that I couldn't believe that when I finally found my mentor, I couldn't believe that there's this guy who, who knew more than all the consultants, especially as he, he didn't have like an MD degree or anything and it was like he managed to heal me in three months went to other people and it's just like once you give the body what it needs and what it wants it doesn't have these issues and I always say you know there's no chemical solution to a spiritual problem no one's ever been born deficient in medication and 
this is all to do with getting to the root of your issues. And all of it, as I said before, once we take away those those stresses, say stress some makes it could be poor food, it could be poor gut health, it could be financial issues, it could be work. And I know this is something because even when we started working together, right, Steph, we went through we were making huge, huge progress. And everything was going well, and with your health, with your health, especially with your physical health and your mental health, and then we hit a little roadblock, didn't we? When you had some issues around work, um, and so just for people out there, what sort of things come up when you struggle with your mental health issues? What 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 happens to what? Yeah, what do you go through, and what what sort of roadblocks occur? Yeah, so for me, um, it's all based around tr- triggers. Mm-hmm. So the triggers from, um, so basically the label for it is post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. So any of the stuff that I've gone through that I mentioned at the very start, um, anything that comes up, I will get flashbacks, I'll get lack of sleep, um, episodes of psychosis, um, and then I'll get... um, um like very very stressed very anxious um and a lack of energy so in order to recover from that i then need to take time out for myself mm-hmm. um and i need to make sure that i call it basically my sleep hygiene mm-hmm. so having a set routine before i go to bed making sure that I'm not having any sort of stimuli before I go to bed, like caffeine or anything like that. Um, I wake up in the morning, I'll have a cold shower. I kid you not, I had so much energy when I came to you during the programs that it was actually um, noted um, as part of the work that I'd done Mm -hmm. um, and getting to the top near to the top of the company yeah and they were like i don't know where this energy's come from like what what's changed and i'm like well my diet's changed my sleep has changed um my exercise regime has changed and we put in a solid routine and it just works like i don't know why it works i don't know how it works it just works Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the, the reason it works is because we're giving the body what it needs and what it wants. You know, as I always say, the modern world of we're constantly going, we're constantly being distracted. Everything's put in place to keep us distracted, not to listen to our internal body. You know, if you're tired, you just get on with it. I always, always say that um, our society's got things very, very backwards. You know, if someone gets cancer, it's fine for them to rest and, okay, like, go and heal yourself and, and do whatever you can. But until that point, if you're tired and uh, <laughs> if people don't go, I need to have two days off just to relax or I need to sort myself out, they just keep on going and going and going until eventually the body can't take any more. And, um, you know, I mean, you put up a post uh, this week and you're talking about how, you know, we continue to work together because, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a process, there's no quick fixes. And you said, said since you've been working together, the goals you've achieved, you know, 21, number 21 in the multi-million pound company, which took a lot of, of energy, number one in your area, which you led, um, being able to handle your emotional awareness, learning things like Qigong, Tai Chi, focusing on your breathing, dealing with stress and anxiety, 
um, food, not being scared of making better choices for your life, um, time for yourself, journaling, finding your truth and expanding upon it, and you say we haven't finished, and all these things, it's all, this is what I do with a lot of people as well, Steph, some people are completely novice and they're completely in the dark and don't know, so when we do all these things, it's it, it's it's a, it's a complete like a shift for them. Other people uh, have been doing certain things and uh, and maybe like the scattergun approach, doing one, doing the thing. But I think, um, I mean, would you say that the fact that we put it, we put it all into, into a process, into a, a like the program, because it got, we go through certain stages. Did that make it quite easy for you to, to do, rather than just, be, yeah. just throwing things at people? Because a lot of people just throw stuff at the wall and hope it sticks. Whereas, you know, all these things, but a lot of people don't know where to start. And did that help? Yeah, massively. Um, I was able to have my program on my phone every day mm-hmm. um certain times of the day that i knew when i needed to eat when i needed to drink um it kept me it's keeping me organized um which is exactly what i need for my mental health specifically mm-hmm. um and i would say to anyone that's thinking of doing the program to just do it because i spent 15 years under hospital treatments and got absolutely nowhere close to where I got now. And I just, I question whether or not I would have done even more if I was still playing golf and, and been under yourself for for the therapy and stuff that I've received from you. From you. Mm, that's, a, that's a big, that's a big thing to say to people. I know exactly how you feel. 16 years, I, so, um, I mean, I had five years of it. I know what it's like. And I always say to people, you know, it's it's uh it's putting it all in place and getting. This is the thing. You know, it's not. It's it's easy just to keep on going through life and living how everyone else does. The problem is, once you live like everyone else does, you get the same results as them, and the majority of the time they aren't great. And that's why I say everyone. So when I go into a seminar, Stephanie, um, literally, I'd say ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent of the room have got an issue, um, whether it be health, whether it be physical. But for you, with with your with the mental health issue, it's something we discuss as well. Is how much your internal health actually affects your mental health as well, especially your gut health and um, I think you've noticed that as we've got you internally healthier, your mental health improved, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, the biggest thing is I came to you originally because I thought it was a parasitic infection that I had um, because I'd been to Mexico, travelled, etc., come back and I was feeling like, like death mm-hmm. pretty much. And... Looking back on it on hindsight, the work that we've done hasn't just been around sorting my food out. Um, That's not just been the fix. And if if I look deeper into the detail, that's not why I came to you in the first place. It was to get a routine in place. It was to get some back control of my life. Um, And I think sort of on hindsight I think when I originally wrote out my statements and you said why should I pick you for the program because the answer was quite simple because if I don't do it now I'll never do it mm-hmm. it's, it's an important question I like to ask people because this is the thing I don't just work with anyone I pick, pick my clients carefully because 
you know, we've got certain barriers of entry, uh, and one of them is, you know, I want to only work with people that are ready to get better and to want want to get better. A lot of people, it's one thing you can say certain things, and your body can, you know, your actions speak louder than your words. And it's something I always like to say. I most of my clients become people that I, I spend a lot of time with them. Our program's not just here, go away. You know, I'm always checking in on them, always talking to them. We have a process like um, initially during about 16 weeks, and it can carry on, but. You know, it's something that if I'm not going to get on with someone or if I find, if I don't feel that they're ready to commit to the process, then I say, look, I just don't think you're ready because it's an important process. You know, we're, we're not, if we're nice to have rather than need to have, we're probably not for you. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, it's why we've got a reasonable barrier of entry price wise as well, you know, investment wise, because I've learned a long time ago, if you give things to people for free or for cheap, they generally don't do them because they can afford to lose them. You can afford to just to forget it. Uh, and it's also why our programs, the length of time they are, because as I said before, I don't just give you something and go away. We, we, we go through a certain structure and a certain process. We put things in place. Uh, and it's bit by bit not to overwhelm you. And we do it through, you know, and it, and it, and it means people actually take it on board. And it said it's from when people start to when they finish, they're a different person. And it's saying that I want to, uh, I'm going to do a little video about this as well. I think this week, where it's about this becoming the person, that becoming the person where you know you don't get healthy and become a healthy person. First of all, you mentally become a healthy person, and then your body just responds. You know, and, and you're ready to do that, and you become that person. It's very, very important, and it's something that, that you've you, you've done. Uh, and I know, like, it's almost it's almost it just becomes who you are. Uh, and you can still go out and enjoy life and do certain things, but there's certain things that you put in place that you just do daily, you know. So, for, for example, how did you how did you come across us, Stephanie? What, how did you actually come um, learn about revival, learn about myself? It was really random, actually. Um, I say things happen at the right time when they're meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally had uh, one of your videos pop up on my Facebook page. Okay. Um. And I listened to it, and then I started listening, getting into your podcast, and I was like, Do you know what? I really resonate with you mm-hmm. um, because I think you've been through you've been through it yourself, so you understand that it's not just a physical, it's not just putting someone in a gym and going right, you can go and work out, and then that'll fix everything. You look at the whole aspect of the human body, mm-hmm. um, so from mental to physical to food to sleep to movement to everything and whereas other trainers previously their programs just haven't been in depth Mm -hmm. so for me it's worth the long-term investment Mm -hmm. and as I said previously as long as all being well I will continue that process and that journey until I feel I've got it nailed completely Mm -hmm. it's not something you can do on your own because at the moment I'm working with a mental health team mm-hmm. who are going more down a holistic pro- approach now rather than medication anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something that oh, I say, well, a lot of it, you mentioned your gym there, I've got a lot of my clients come to me. I'd say my clientele is about 65% women, 35% men. Men usually come to us when they're on death's door because this is what men are like, whereas women come a bit a bit, a bit earlier because they understand uh, the, the the process of what's going on. And also because generally, like, when it comes to it, I always say men are like pickup trucks. You can just flog them and flog them and flog them until eventually they, they run out, whereas women are like... Ferraris, you know, they look fantastic. They are, they're like, they're high end, but once a month they go wrong and they can break down a little bit quicker than us. Um, but 
you know, it's a lot of them go, oh, I've been going to the gym and I haven't been able to lose weight or I really want to do this. And then I'm like, look, you're not, your body's not even ready to go to the gym. Your body hasn't even got enough energy to heal, let alone go to the gym. Um, and I always use an energy. If you, if you, it's like we keep on smashing a plate, it becomes harder and harder to put back together. So first of all, yeah. we have to give you enough energy to even be able to heal and to get healthy. Then later on down the line, we can go to the gym and there's certain things that we can do. And it's amazing how many may come to us, not only do they get healthy, but their body fat just falls off them because their, their body goes from being in survival mode where it will cling on to fat and where it will disrupt its hormones to something that's just relaxed and, and digesting food properly, their mental emotional state get, gets regulated, you know, they're in the right nervous system and it's just a game changer for them. And it's, it's really important. And, and as you said as well like getting your mental health right i mean it's all it's all it's it's, it's all interlinked you know it's in your your gut health is in, is, is intrinsically linked to your mental health and vice versa and it's something yeah. like it's something it's something that's why i put that vid- videos out there you know it's that, that particular video is talking about i think i think it's got over like eight hundred thousand views now just because um because it's just me i'm not i'm not even i'm not saying buying my stuff i'm just saying look it doesn't have to be this way you know, it's. I know what it was like to go through that pain. I know what it's like to knock on all the doors and to have no answers and to be somewhere thinking, if this is what life's going to be like, I don't really want to be here. And luckily, I come across my mentor. And as you said, having having a coach, even I have coaches. You know, because you you need a three hundred and sixty degree view of you. You don't. You can't look at everything. You know, I have someone to structure me um, um, stru- structurally. I have someone to sort of. Um, assess me structurally I have people to I have another coaches to look at certain things I'm doing even for business wise I have coaches you know it'd be very hypocritical of me not to have a coach in different areas of my life when I uh, coach others because I need someone to look at me you know you can't it's why even if you, you can go back to sport you know like golf Stephanie you know look at some people the, the highest the, the top players in the world the number ones they all have coaches um, they all have caddies you know giving them advice because they can't look at everything they can they can concentrate on, on them and then they need someone to have another set of eyes on them to make sure they're doing things right. Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. And trust is a huge thing on that as well. So mm-hmm. if you like, I I worked with a team of different. So I had a biomechanic, sorry, biomechanic specialist look mm-hmm. at me. It's like a car, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, if you've got a petrol car and you put diesel in it, it's not going to work. Um, and same thing with the human body. Um, I had the biomechanics specialist, I had a physio team around me, I had my golf coach and my mindset coach as well. So that's four different people, and that's without even looking at the input that I had on the business as well because I was self-employed at the time. Um, and that still wasn't enough people to work alongside me. And relationships weren't always successful either mm-hmm. um, because people would go off and work with other players and things like that. So it sounds like when it's centred around me, it's not that. But when you're investing that amount of money in yourself, and we must have invested within a year probably over £20,000 mm-hmm. in total, Um and to not move anywhere or get to the root cause of the issues, I think is a hell of a lot of money. And then your return on that is not even close to being enough. Yeah. So you're investing more than what you're getting back out. Whereas on your program, I've invested 
Um, I would say I don't feel like it's a sales pitch. I feel like the work that you do is real. Mm. Um, I feel like you're a real person um, and that I can connect with you on a daily, well, we have connected on a daily, weekly basis, um, especially when when I've hit sort of crisis point, if you like. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's that trust and it's that, that overall build of relationship. So that's where I say to people, like, when I get asked, you know, what changed, it was the fact that I started working with you and we started getting to the details of what the issues actually were, which has then brought me to this point where I'm able to talk about those issues openly without judgment. Whereas previously I'm playing golf, but actually in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh God, like my mental health is just not where it needs to be. Mm. So how can I perform at my best? It's, I think it's I mean, it's a powerful story. It's definitely because and it's, it's really important that other people can hear this as well. Um, we deal with people with all different issues, and I always say that the way you hear anything is the way you hear everything with a few subtle differences. But the fact you're able to come on here, I mean, beforehand, would you have been able to come come on or speak about or even talk about your story? Or was that a complete no go? Like, how how did you feel? Oh, that was an absolute no-go area. Like, I wouldn't even talk to my own coaches about things like that. Um, there's three different reasons for that. The stigma that's attached, mm-hmm. the judgment, um, and feeling, I suppose, um, I suppose intimidated mm-hmm. and being trapped in my own mind. So... If I told anyone about it, it was like, what's the reaction going to be on the back end of that? Mm-hmm. Um, because previous relationships and things like that, people have walked away and relationships have failed and friendships have failed as a result of it as well. So, yeah, to have someone that I've actually confided in, um, as well as obviously like my husband and things like that, he's been a massive support mm-hmm. um, for the mental health side of things. Um, and he actively encouraged me as well to go on your program, um, which is big help. And he looked at it and he goes, actually, your program's not that bad, <laughs> which is like, he's quite judgmental of things like that. Cause he's like, is this going to be another waste of money? And you know, what are you hoping to achieve out of it? And I was like, I can't continue going the way I'm going because if I do, I'm going to hit a wall. And when I hit that wall, I really don't know if I'm going to be able to pick myself back up. Yeah. Um, which is quite powerful in itself. 100%. I mean, I feel I generally become friends with lots of my clients because, you know, as I said before, we do work closely with people. But I think it's so, so I'm so like proud of you and what you've done in terms of coming out of it. I think we were talking about, and I say this to a lot of my clients actually, um, but especially with, with people that are going through mental health issues because I know that there is a stigma judgment. I was scared for a long time. I didn't, I was in a male dominated environment in rugby, you know, for a long time and I had cysts come up in my groin, my lower back, and I couldn't walk, couldn't move. I didn't tell anyone about it. I had lots of skin issues. I didn't take my shirt off for like, over a year, even in the change room, because of all the my acne problems with my and keloid problems and scars on my chest, and my, and it was something that I hid away for a long time. But then, you know, I realised the only things people can hurt you with are the, your secrets. When you actually put them out to the world and speak, one, it it's like I don't know if you felt like this, but I did certainly. It was like a whole weight was lifted off my shoulders. 
it was just like, you know what, this is me, uh, this is what I've been through, and then one of the reasons I, st- I started telling my story is because I, I wanted people to know that it hasn't, I mean, I've been through struggles, I haven't, it's one of the things as a coach, if you get to throw down the line and you, and you, and you talk, and you're talking about certain issues and you, you know, you're, you're looking pretty good, people will sometimes think, oh look, it's never been hard for him or he understands, that's why it's so important. And people, as you said, you know, this isn't just book smart, you see, so many, People in my industry and even doctors, etc., they're they're great at reading books, but they've never been through any anything personally. They never had that experience of not wanting to leave the house, not wanting to take a shirt off, being in constant pain, being on the couch crying your eyes out because you're, you're you're in that much physical and mental pain. You know they haven't been there. When you've been through it, you can you can sort the wheat from the chaff when it comes to what works and what doesn't work. And you also realise everyone's different. And so when you start telling your story and speaking out. And actually, um, giving people the details, you know, telling people that I went through this and I'm now here. It hasn't got to be that way. And I tried this, this, and this. It didn't work. And when, when I started moving in this direction and doing all this, this is where I am now. And uh, I'm in a completely different place. I think it's hugely powerful. And it's one of the things, you know, you've been starting to write about. You've got your, your blog out now, as I mentioned before. Um, uh, yeah. um, what did I say? It was mental health love dot blogsport.com you're, you're journaling and you've actually got a Facebook what's your Facebook group called Steph? Yeah so it's uh, Mental Health Support You Support Us Yeah and you're on there just telling everyone about your story just giving giving, giving different breakdowns of different things I mean you must yeah. be extremely proud of yourself Um, I think it's been a long time coming um, I have blogged in previously, but again, I've always avoided the main issues surrounding um, what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never openly talked about it at all. Um, I said I said it before because maybe embarrassment, ashamed, that kind of thing. And I think now I've hit thirty, I'm like, excuse my French, and I'm sorry for young listeners, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, thirty is only young, right? I mean, you look at the big. I mean, I deal with people everything from ages. I do with infants all the way up until people that in my oldest client's been like seventy-eight, maybe even eighty. But you're thirty. You've got a long. You've got lots of years left to live, Steph. You know, you and you've got so much life to give and and love to give, and you've got so much to do. It's almost like if you, why would you want to or like? Can you really afford? This is the thing about investing as well. You know, I always say our program is really, really cheap. When I look at what I spent and what you spent, you know, I spent twenty thousand pounds in a year going around the world learning the same as you. And I'm always like, what? I mean, what can you? How much is it going to cost you in the long term? Not doing it. And secondly, you know, you've got so much life to give, so much love to give, so much to do. You know, when you get it sorted out at thirty, you start understanding the root cause of these issues. It's a complete yeah. game changer, right? Oh, hundred percent. Um, so. If I couldn't imagine going into my 40s, 50s, 60s feeling like I was feeling like now, I think because there's more awareness about natural health and uh, there's more more health coaches out there, um, mm-hmm. certainly specifically I want to touch upon like the mental health side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, I suffer with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. Now people go, well, that's just a label. There's so much, there's so much detail into it. They actually have a website which is ptsd.co.uk, mm-hmm. um, and actually do what's called tree therapy. Mm-hmm. So you go into nature, um, you go for walks, um, and it's to relax 
um, the sensations in your body, so your awareness and things like that. So the mental health side of things are actually realising now that the holistic approach is actually more practical than the medical approach. Yeah. Whereas years ago, it would be a case of, well, we're going to put you on meds, and there is a time and a place for it, mm. uh, but it doesn't have to be long-term. Yeah. Um, and that's that's mainly the issue. I had to battle with the doctors to let them put me back on my medications. Now, some people go, well, that's a step back. It's actually not, because sometimes it is required, especially when I can't do things like go to the gym because it's a trigger. I can't go for the runs that I used to go for because they're triggers, and it brings me back to my training regimes within golf. I was training six days a week with only one rest day and they were between seven and 10 hour days. Mm-hmm. So, so when you say they were triggers, what, what, what would trigger, what were the actual triggers? What would happen? And what, 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 yeah, what was it specifically that triggered you off? Yeah. So, um, triggers for me is things that relate to, um, being in busy environments, um, and it would be specific to certain language people would use with me, certain words. Um, it could be anything. Um, at the moment, I'm in the processes of journaling, going, okay, so if I talk about this too much before I go to, go to sleep, then kind of expect to wake up with a nightmare. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it might be about work or something like that, or it could be... Um, about past relationships so rather than avoid it I'm actually writing about it now mm-hmm. so it gets out of my head so eventually I'll get to the stage where I can walk into any situation and rather than feel feel fearful for it and it trigger off like my anxiety and my panic attacks actually I've got coping mechanisms to be able to deal with it the same way as I say a normal human being, I don't like using the word normal, but that's kind of the reality, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the thing is with normal, people say normal human being, people, when you get into, when you start being a coach, you start realising that so many people reach out to myself and no, everyone's got their own issues. This is the thing, no one, this is why I'm saying your story is so powerful because sometimes people can think you're so put together so well all the time. That's why I always go back and tell people my story a lot of the time as well because I want to realise that everyone's got issues and whether it be mental, physical health, a lot of the time it's both. And people don't understand, you know, whatever their weakness is, we always talk about it on the podcast, you know, it's, it's your predisposition to disease. Some people it can be a mental uh, issue, some people it can be physical, it could be IBS or cancer, whatever it is, wherever your weakness comes out, and it's so important. And this is why we always say holistically, putting it all together, because everything works together. I mean, you talked about PTSD there, saying that um, you know, a lot of people... Lot of people go for, especially um, in sporting environments, and also uh, veterans, military veterans. Um, I actually did an interview with uh, Dr. Dawson Church uh, about this. Um, he uses EF, um, sorry, um, yeah, EFT tapping, emotional freedom tapping, yeah. huge, hugely great for that. I mean, I even did a video as well about Jordan Peterson, who, who's a clinical psychologist out of Canada, and his daughter for years and himself did suffered with like crippling depression anxiety and since they've changed their diet 
they can't believe the difference in their mental and emotional health. So they used to, his daughter also had crippling autoimmune conditions and he said to his daughter once, what would you rather have, the autoimmune conditions gone or the depression? She was like, I'd happily take the autoimmune conditions if the depression went because it's almost like having this cloud above me every day and they both, once they change the diet, that's gone. Um, and the other thing about, that, as you said before, there is a time and place for uh, medication. If you, It's like um, I always, always say, it, uh, medication is sort of just get things in check, to get things there. It's, it's there if and when needed. But people don't understand the other things that are antidepressant, antidepressants are things such as going for a walk, being amongst nature, things you mentioned, you know, Doing things that make you happy is also an antidepressant. You know, it's why we say like that they can they can get you, um, you can take them and it can work, especially short term. But in the long term, it's getting to the root of the issues. What's making, as you said before, yeah, these triggers. What's what's happening around them? Um, what what's happened to get you there? Why? And you know, I said before, doing things that make you happy. It's like that's another antidepressant. So it's being with friends, family, and all these things, and that's why it's so important long term to get to the root of this. And um, and so for you, physically, I mean, you've touched on it a couple of times, Stephanie. For you, what has been the result, both mentally and physically, since we've been working together? What what has changed since you come to me? Yeah. So I've had a reduction in uh, scar tissue around my endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's really powerful because actually I don't get, um, really painful crippling periods anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my moods before my periods and after my periods have leveled out quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I get no bloating now whatsoever. Um, I very rarely need to take an antihistamine, mm-hmm. um, Whereas I do have several allergies to like antibiotics because my body's just become immune to them mm-hmm. because I've taken that many. Um, the, I suppose, the fact that I'm able to talk about the post post traumatic stress disorder openly and honestly, um, and I would also say that my nutrition has completely changed mm-hmm. from where it was. So I, so people, so just talking about or touching upon uh, nutrition, people think, oh, going organic is far more expensive. Therefore, we can't really afford to do it and things like that. And actually, I compared two of my shopping bills. Um, one where it wasn't organic, one where it was organic. I think it was something like £25 difference. Well, you work out the daily cost of that, it's like less than, it was probably just less than £1.10 a day. Yeah. I know, which yeah. is less than a cost of coffee. Yeah, Do most you know? yeah, most people are spending that a day, right? £3, £4 a day in, in coffee, and a coffee. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then they wonder why they're they're feeling so fatigued and so tired, or they can't sleep because they're they're stimulated too much. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, it's totally different because um, for me, the sleeping wise, I've that drastically improved. I think we took me from something like two three hours up to about a six seven hour sleep. 
just by following the program. Uh, it's relapsed slightly, but not because I haven't been sticking to my diet, because as you know, I have been, mm-hmm. but because of the stress mm-hmm. and the anxiety. So mm-hmm. once that's under control... But that, that, that's, that was something that came up around your job, right? And so, yeah. and, and so being able to deal with it a lot better and getting you back to where you were, I mean, it's not been... It's in, it, rather than having coming up and then going massively down... We keep keep you level, and we keep on. But always say to people, healing is never linear; it's never a straight line. Sometimes it can be three steps forward, one back, or two back, yeah. and then you come forward again. And so, I mean, if I asked you where you are, person is in like when you started with us, are you a different person now to when you started with us, or when you look at when you look uh, back? No, hundred percent. And people turned around and um, even complimented me and said like. I mean, we've had we had skin issues at one point and during the programs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and this is going to be an ongoing thing because um, unfortunately women do have hormones and we do have periods. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we can minimise it, but sometimes, like if if stress is a big factor, then you're going to have outbreaks and things like that, and it's it, it's part of the process. Um, for me, I could see myself working with you for the next, say, two years mm-hmm. and getting the benefits from it all together because I don't think we've really touched the sides of how far we can actually take my overall well-being considering I've had 15 years' worth of rubbish. Huge, so yeah, that's in, terms, in terms of changing me as a person, um, I'm still me. But I'm me with a difference. I've got a bit more energy. I've got a bit more sparkle back in me. I've got the will and the determination back. Um, whereas previously I didn't have it because yeah. I just I had a complete apathy for going to the doctors, coming out of the doctors, fighting with the doctors, them saying one thing and actually it's linked to something completely different. Um, one thing that has come out of this is part of my therapy with uh, the mental health team, which is something called EMDR, which is basically eye movement, uh, desensitization, um, reprocessing. None of that involves meds, and that's no talking therapy either. So that's just completely resulted around putting you into a safe place. And I think there's like eight stages to it. Mm-hmm. So for someone struggling with mental health, it doesn't, it does not have to be a case of that. They put your medications because they are highly addictive. Mm. If controlled properly. I mean, it's very, yeah, they are very deep. I mean, I always, so I think I put something yesterday. It's like, it's funny because People trust is you know well. I don't want to get into it. The, the, the biggest leading cause, was, or the leading cause of death in the Western world, is actually now a medical mistake. It's not even cancer and uh, heart disease. It's actually a medical mistake. And I think for the wrong, for the right pill, given for the right problem, I think it's like a hundred thousand deaths a year. Um, and that's that's the right pill for the for the right. Imagine for the wrong pill and everything like that. And I always say to people that because they're doctors and backed by the legal system and stuff, it's it's people just follow them and they're rock stars. But I'm trying really to try and get you to understand and all my clients to understand. And people out there, you know, listen to podcasts. No one knows your body better than you. Um, just because someone's got a white jacket doesn't mean they know better than you. And one of the things 
like I like to, like to, to put out there. She's not here to talk about how 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 good our program is or whatever it, it does. I mean, that's a side note. The, the actual key of it is you and your like all my clients. I mentioned the other day, you guys are the rock stars. You're going through it. You're living proof that when you change. Things. I mean, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit there. When you say you've got a little bit more, you've got a little bit more. It's like, no, Steph, you've done phenomenally well. Like you went from, I mean, some of me, you went to leading leading your team and your company, going to took you took with. No, you wish you were doing really well personally, but um, but professionally, you just you you went to top of top of the line, and now you're you're starting to write and speak about things you never would have done in the past. I mean, these are. These might seem like little things for you, but trust me, they're they're big, big um, hurdles you've overcome, and you go from strength to strength. Now, one of the things I wanted to just ask as well: you said that your husband was has been like a rock for you, and obviously he's been there through all the things that haven't worked. Like, how how is your relationship with him now um, compared to when you started? Or, I mean, have you have you has it is it better or is it always been stable? Um, just just wondering for it's people been out a- there. Um, we actually had six months apart, so we actually separated. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a hard decision to kind of make, um, but it was something that needed to have happened. Our relationship now is so much healthier, and I think part of that is because of the program. Yeah. Um. It sounds really bizarre, but because I've got something that I'm focused on, he's now seeing the benefits of it. So even when we go and do a food shop or anything like that, it sounds really quite trivial, but we go and do a food shop and it would be a really stressful occasion. And both of us struggle at times, um, whereas now I've got a list I work with and I go, right, this is on my list. This is what we need to get. And he can even go and do shopping for me if I'm not even up to it. Mm-hmm. So he's even benefiting from it, from little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen my mood be very balanced. I'm not not so aggy anymore. Um, I've reduced. Um, I saved my tension, um, which has been phenomenal. Um, I've also done the infrared sauna as well, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, I'm still working towards getting through to the clinic, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right. I always say to people these things take time you know this is not I always say like that there's no we don't it's why we don't do anything all at once it would be massively overwhelming and stuff there's stages to it and everyone's different I always say look they've got a structure got, there's no like there's no just complete process for everyone because if, when <laughs> I always say that, that when, when, until there's no standard process because there's no standard human being, and it's not me talking about your skin issues, right? These, these are things people don't understand when you go through hormones. Your skin's a reflection of your internal health, and it's no it's like um, it's no surprise that when you people women get on their periods as well. Lots of times their body they craves different things, different sugary foods. Um, they get breakouts because of their hormones, but also because it's the body. It's the body getting. The body's only got a certain amount of ways it can get rid of different toxins. If they're not coming out of your store and out of your urine, and they're coming out of your skin, uh, and also that the liver, for example, processes toxins. It processes anger, processes frustration. These things can come out, and it's why you can get better, get a little bit worse, and you get this little healing crisis. Sometimes when your actual body's getting better, it's what happens. A lot of people do stuff and they actually get worse, and they're like, "Oh, it's not working. It's making me worse." No, actually, it is working. That's why these things are coming out of the skin, you know, um, and because your body's actually 
actually detoxing. These things can happen bit by bit. It's a process, and I always say uh, it is a process. It is it is a journey. There's no, and the funny thing is, the destination. <laughs> there is no destination really. The destination is obviously healthier to learn yourself, but things change, we change, and we always need just a slight. The paradigms change, you need a slight little different um, direction we're going. We look at different things, and I mean you're doing. And people out there talking about relationships. I know. A lot of my clients are going through stressful, stressful relationships when they're when they're ill because, it, first of all, especially when I get into it, I want to ask you in a minute about the miscarriage and stuff. But yeah. when you're when you're dealing with health and you're not yourself, you know your your partner can't your relationship with your partner generally struggles because you're not able to do things. I mean, they can't do things, or you can't enjoy each other's company, or you can't be spontaneous. You can't just go and enjoy life. Everything's always there, and you know people always say if you're ten percent not there, it's not just ten percent of the relationship. It means that they can't access ten percent of you as well. So really, twenty percent of the relationship's gone. And a lot of the time, people I'm dealing with, it's not ten percent. It could be twenty, thirty, forty percent, and that's forty percent for you, forty percent for them. That's eighty percent of the relationship that's not there because people are completely dealing with all these issues. Um, and they can't be themselves, and if they're not themselves, then their partner can't access that part of them, and it's huge. And once you start getting people, it's amazing not only do they physically feel better, mentally, emotionally, the relationship thrives, you know, because it's not just you that's affected by this, you know, it, it affects your family, right? Um, um, and so, I mean, and getting through those issues to talk, talk about, but I mean, I'm sure the miscarriages and the endometriosis, that all impacted your relationship too. Oh God, hundred percent. Um, yeah, because it puts a lot of doubt in your mind. Um, the stress of it to go through is just horrific. Um, you get literally next to no say over your treatment. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I think you know there needs to be a bit more of a holistic approach. Um, and especially the it's it's not so much the procedural stuff. It's it's dealing with it afterwards. Like you can't really, as a woman, to a, a man will process things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said before, like men are a little bit slower in terms of working on themselves, um, whereas a woman will potentially want to work on themselves. And it could be because we'll, we have to go through a bit more than what a guy does but that doesn't say that a man doesn't experience the same feelings or emotions it just means that they process it completely differently so when I've gone through it a lot of the time I will not talk to my husband about it um in fact that yeah I I haven't been able to bring it up as as a subject until very recently say well this is how it's made me feel um you lose your dignity through the process as well, mm-hmm. um, which is detrimental. It's it's not at the time that it's a problem. It's later on that it hits you because you go, wow, eight miscarriages and no one's done an investigation on it because so many women are going through it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's we've normalized having miscarriages, which is where the problem is. Now do I have a part to play in that of course I do um I I know full well that my body was potentially very toxic um especially for all the medical medications that I was taking um it got to the point with the endometriosis where I did a bit of research on it 
where they wanted to do some more laser surgery um, for myself um, to remove the endometriosis tissue because it's scar tissue and it builds up. So if you imagine you fall over and you cut your leg open and you pick the scab off, you're creating more scar tissue there. And the more scar tissue you create, the deeper it gets. So all they're essentially doing is rather than helping the problem, they're giving it a short-term fix. 100%. I mean, this is something that we've talked about before as well. You know, I say to people, I mentioned it a little bit before, you know, your body's set up to be able to have enough resources for two people to carry a child for nine months. And I always say this, you know, back in the day, uh, all the tribes and that are still there untouched by man women are the crown jewels um, that's why it's like this is the thing of modern society and, uh, and I don't like to get on it's one thing that does actually piss me off I'm going to say it like when we talk about like feminists in terms of I've got no problem with equality or whatever go for it I, I want people to be as happy as whatever but I said the other day I saw something on TV where a lady was like oh we don't like men to hold open doors for us because it's like being patronising it's like what? This is us treating you like you're the crown jewels that you deserve. When, when it happened, when it was about any tribes, the men would go out hunting and, and go through all the risks and dangers because they knew they had to protect the women. You are, without you being healthy, there's no babies. That makes sense? Yeah. And the thing is, it's not, as I said, men do process it a lot differently. Mm. Um, but it's not because they're incapable. It's no. because they just don't know how to deal with it because it's not the norm. It's, and, and this is why, I mean... As a coach, I've had to go. I've learned a lot of this. Talk to a lot of women, and, and I say, like, as, as probably as, as I mean, I'm very open with my story, and I talk about that, and it, and it helps when you've gone through something like that because you understand how people, where they are, and what they're feeling when people are, uh, are are in that hole. And you know, as you said before, you, you didn't. The thing is, you were toxic, and your body. I always say to people, your body's too toxic. A lot of I've got friends that are struggling to conceive, and I say, look, you're doing a lot of these things wrong, you know, you're putting on all this food and you're, and you're stressed and you're constantly doing things that are, I mean, your body doesn't want to reproduce. Your body, I've, I've you know, dealt with lots of people who had, I've dealt with people who had spent 21,000 pounds on IVF and they come to me and said, look, just listen to us, you'll be pregnant. Three months later, they're pregnant with triplets. That's, that's the biggest story I've had. Um, and we've had loads of people get pregnant from doing things the natural way because when you're overly stressed, your body, once again, it, it doesn't want to, Reproduce because it doesn't think the baby is going to be able to survive in a toxic environment, especially if your body is full. And so you didn't know. You say it's probably your fault, but at the time, you didn't know having those things was making you toxic. It's just everyone just does what their doctor tells them to do, and they wonder why. Oh, my body's wrong. It doesn't. Want, it doesn't. My body's not working. It doesn't want to reproduce. So then they take in the toxic medications. Then they go into IVF and they try to manipulate life out of you know, modern medicine, which makes it even worse. And they get the child born with a million different allergies or different issues, and they wonder why. It's like, how about we just... It's funny because doctors try and, these days, they try and make things more and more complex, and the things that we do become more and more simple, you know. Let's eat right. Let's get your mental, emotional state right, you know. Um, let's look at how we can affect your breathing. Let's look at the things we can put in place for your sleep. Let's look at how we can detoxify your body. And all this stuff is just, you know, your exercise, let's go back. And it's all about making things as simple as possible because in this world where everything's just trying to be more and more complex, sometimes the answer is this, is this <laughs> a more and more simple. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And even to the point of, um, I suppose, with regards to like, it wasn't until I did the research on the endometriosis, they would have continued uh -huh. 
doing surgery after surgery after surgery. Like, there was no stop button with them until I said, no, I'm refusing treatment. I mean, and, yeah, I, I was the same sort I had with my sister. They kept cutting them out and they kept coming back. And, and I was like, well, they were like, next time it'll work. And I was like, well, how is that? And it wasn't until I actually, you know, I went and I found my mentor and he, understood, and he explained to me what well, your body's extremely toxic. He said the other, I went to biological medicine practice, you know, and he told me what was wrong. And I understood, like, I had mercury poisoning, parasites, I had a lot of coxic A, coxic B, I had dangerous fever, and all these different things. And the same, same as when you come to me yourself, you know, you're saying that, reason this is happening is because you're, 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 you're stressed and your body's living more years so it is it's biologically it's um, your chronolo- as you said chronologically you're 30 years old but biologically you're 90 and so it's yeah. like you're so stressed your body's living more more days in 20 so it's living like two days every two or three days every 24 hours you know you're so wound up it's almost like you say you run out like the Christmas turkey but it's so stressed of course it's not going to be able to reproduce because it's it's not balanced, you know. It's not. It's not. And it physically, it physically, it physically wouldn't survive. Exactly. And, you, you, a, a child would not survive on two hours sleep. Exactly. All but, two hours sleep. All all the mental emotional issues, the the toxins that are coming in, and so once you've done that, and you said you said you you the scarring's massively reduced, right? Yeah. Oh god, yeah, hundred percent. That's been confirmed. Um, I'll see if I can dig out the letter for it, but yeah, that that's one thing that has been con- um, confirmed. Um, I think when you messaged, messaged me, I was like shock because it's like once, yeah. you, once you give your body, it's, like, it's not me trying to be an arrogant idiot. It's just I was like shock. You give your body what it wants, and uh, I say a lot of times people are like, oh Ryan, like, I've had a, a client come to me for certain issues, and she's like, I didn't tell you Ryan, but I actually was struggling with with lung. I was really careful about lung cancer and stuff, and went back and. And that the tumours just like dissipated, and I was like, shock. She's like, oh, how are you? Are you surprised that it's worked for that? It's like, no. Like once you start, you can't heal one thing and then not heal everything. Like once you start to work on the body holistically and you start to give it what it needs mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, it starts to heal in all areas. You can't just heal one thing, and that's what's so. I mean, the fact you're actually able to be on here and talk, Stephanie, it's it's that's, that's massive in itself, and the fact that your body's healing. Physically is another thing, but it's all part of the same process. Yeah, and it takes time as well. So for anyone who thinks that under in 30, 40, I'll talk about older people, but if people think like under in 40 years worth of damage is going to take just a three-month fix, it's only the beginning. Mm. Um, I'm very much in the position where... I will continue the program for as long as I for as long as I can to achieve the goals that I've set out to achieve in my paperwork. And even if you refer back to my original assessment with yourself, which is so detailed, mm-hmm. um, it's actually more detailed than what you do when you go to a general practitioner. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we spend. That's what I say to people. They can. It's one of the things I don't dig out doctors, but they haven't got any time, like they, because it's not their fault. They're seeing so many people a day. They got five to seven minutes with people, and they say, "What's wrong?" Okay, look at the book. Well, I'll give you this medication for this. Whereas, well, they just use Google. Yeah, they just use Google now. Well, so. It's not even there. It's overrun. So, for example, when we spoke on the phone, I mean, my initial consultation was what over an hour long. Yeah, and, yeah, it was. And so that's what you, I mean. It allows me to understand what's going on with you. It also allows me to gauge where you are and and, and if it's, and if you like what what our chemistry is like, and so. But also, yeah, it gives me a detailed 
and that allows me to explain, obviously, it allows you to explain your issues to me. It also allows me to explain the way that we would work with you. And so you straight away, you understand where I'm coming from um, in terms of the route we've taken. It's a huge thing. You can't, in five or seven minutes, you can't, I mean, you can't do anything. And it's not there for, it's, they're just overrun. Uh, and it's the way the system's set up. That's why, you know, working, with, and obviously you've got to be prepared and want to do the work, but it's something that having, when you first talk to someone, and so, as you said before, you you mentioned it. You know, you came for one thing, but really, when you look at it, you came for something else. You know, the thing is not always the thing, and that's another that's another important message to put out there. there there's so when, this, I mean, people do weight loss, for example. I, I, I'm part of a mastermind. I work with a lot of coaches, and and they say people, are like, I just want to lose this amount of weight. They're like, okay, why? They're like, oh, because I I want to be leaner. Okay, why? They're like, what do you mean? So, well, what's the reason behind? Well, when I when I'm lean, I can fit into better clothes. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it means I feel more attractive. Okay, well, why do you want to feel more attractive? Well, because recently I feel like my partner's not been looking at me. Okay, and what's that meant? Well, it means we haven't been having as much sex. Okay, and what's that meant? Well, it's meant that you know I'm thinking that he might be looking elsewhere, and it's deeper than you think. You know, this this that's just, and that's why people don't understand. It's like on the surface, it's that, but as you said before, it's. Everything in review, it was the endometriosis, it was the mental emotional stuff, probably the relationship with your husband, it's obviously your work. I mean, there's lots of things that go into it, right? It's not just one thing. No, 100%. Um, God, if it, if it was just one thing, it would be it would be a quick fix. But anyone wanting to do the programme has got to be committed to it. They've got do to you know, get better, yeah. You've, you, you've got to be in a place where you're at rock bottom. Now... This is going to be really hard for me to talk about, but um, so I was 30 years old and I actually wet the bed. So being in that place, it's, it's you're going, there's something not right. Mm-hmm. And when you feel that there's something not right, then generally speaking, it is, it's your body telling you enough is enough and you've got to do something about it. And if you, it's like the the saying: if you if you keep doing the same things and expect a different result, it, it's just not going to happen. So you've got to do something different. Yeah. And for me, yeah. switching over my switching over to having soups, for example, has been much easier on my digestive system. I've I've had less fear over food because every time I ate something, I was reacting to it. Um. That doesn't mean say you could put it down to an eating disorder almost, but not really. Um, it's not like I didn't want to eat or that I was overeating. It was just about that I was constantly getting like rashes and things like that. I think at one point I said to you that um, some food that I ate, I came out and it looked like someone had stamped a cigarette out on my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going back years ago now. So. You, you've got to be in a place where you're not willing to accept what you're being told. Um, and that's okay. Um, yeah. In yes. order for you to make the changes that yeah. are required. It's, it's just a lot of people always talk about it a little bit as well. People will, because it's been told by a doctor, they're ultimately listening to their advice rather than how their body's feeling. And I always say, like, no one knows your body more than you. And people listen to a bit of paper. 
um, more than they do their own body, and that's where we really need to get to people like to understand. And that's the thing that we we've done. I mean, it's, I mean, your journey's been phenomenal, Stephanie. I can't wait for you to keep getting it out. Um, and you've actually, so you just recently changed jobs, right? And and um, just tell people a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still with the same company. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently off at the moment um, with stress and anxiety whilst I'm fixing myself up. Um, but I am looking at getting more into mental health mm-hmm. um, and potentially uh, two different avenues, working as a mental health nurse, um, mm-hmm. going back to education um, and retraining um, because it's something that I'm actually very, very, very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd rather go down the holistic side of mental health mm-hmm. um, because I think there's there's a place for it. Um, that's taken me, gosh, about 15, 16 years to make a decision about careers and what I really, really want out of life and what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the work that we've certainly done I'm adaptable to change. Mm-hmm. I've proved that I can change due to the fact of the program. So if you compare to what I was doing seven, eight, nine months ago to what I'm doing now, I've changed. So for me, at first, I was like, oh, God, what happens if I lose my job? What happens if there's financial burden? You know, all these what if questions and actually the reality is I could probably walk into a job tomorrow just like that a job is just a job um but doing something you're passionate about takes time and effort 100% and it also means every day you're waking up you're enjoying so and I always say to people I mean the first thing we do in our in our program right so if we give you a mental we give you a recognize our mental emotional questions and we dig into what's going yeah. on and it's really important because I always say whenever if your dreams are within your nightmare, you'll stay stuck in your nightmare and it's really important. When you've got a passion and a purpose every day, you'll wake up, you know, life just becomes so much easier because they always say if you enjoy what you do, you don't work a day in your life and I think it's a huge thing for you to be able to help there and your story is just going to inspire more and more people the more and more you get out there. I can't wait to see you go from strength to strength and uh, just with people, the people out there um, who, are, who are sort of on the fence with like, working with us or doing sort of a program in holistic health, what would you say to them? Oh gosh. Um do I need can I be quite brutal? Go for it. <laughs> um you need to do it. Um you need to stop being fobbed off. You need to wake up and smell the actual coffee. Um if you're not in a good place right now, um there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and you can absolutely do it with the support um, of your programs. Um, and I think you cater pretty much for everyone. But you have to want to do it and you have to be at rock bottom to want to do it. Otherwise, you just, you, you'll crumble at the first first hurdle. And for me, that's probably been my biggest, uh, biggest challenge is overcoming the the hurdles that we've done but we've managed to do it successfully Mm -hmm. 
It's just the thing I always said to before. If we're nice to have rather than need to have, we're probably not for you because you you gotta to want to change, and it's no good. Like, you know, you got you got you got to want, or you got to want to always say when the pain of change is less than the pain that you're going through, then we're probably ready for you. And I always say like it's a big important part of it. And Steph, your your journey is gonna be an inspiration to 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 thousands, if it's not more people, tens of thousands of people want to get out there. I'm just so proud of where where you where you are now and how far you've come and the fact you're even able to speak to people and to do it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you progress and to seeing how far we can we can we can get you. But it's um awesome. Thank it's you very much. I was gonna say as well, with regards to the programme it's the accountability side. Yeah. As well. So if people think spending the money on themselves is like really too expensive, then I would ask them to relook at their bills, um, what they could cut back on because having worked in the telecommunications industry for as long as I have, um, I know people are spending up to £160 a month just on their phone bills. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money, right? I mean, people, it's what people value. And once you value something, you know, I know people say, oh, that's expensive. And I say, well, you know, <laughs> it's, it depends on what you think of it. It depends on what you value. Like, a lot of people go out and they'll spend £200 or £150 a weekend on, on, on drinking. Um, but, okay. if, but if they're not, if, if they're in a situation where they, they need to change and they've been going through these issues, then they will do it. It just depends on what, what you value, you know. Um, people say it's expensive sometimes, and I say, well, you're not ready, or depends on what you call expensive, like how, how much can, what price can you put on your health? I mean, what I spend every, every month on my health, but it's not, I don't even think about it like that. I just think about it, it's just what I do because I enjoy being healthy and happy and I don't want to be ill. And so it's just one of those things, but just we'll go back to you, Steph. Thanks very much for coming on and, and, and sharing your story. It's uh, brilliant. And for people, once again, I'm going to put your um, blog out there. Um, oh, mental mentalhealthlove.blogspot.com. And what is your Facebook group again, Steph? Yeah, so it's Mental Health Support You Support Us. Mental Health You Support Sorry, Mental Health Support You Support Us. Um, you can find Stephanie there. And um, yeah, thanks very much for sharing your story, Steph. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. Awesome. Speak to you soon, darling. So, guys and girls, that was Stephanie's story. I'm sure you'll agree it's a particularly powerful one. Stephanie's gone through so much and she's an absolute inspiration for everyone dealing with mental uh, health issues and physical health issues and you know it just goes to show you the power of what happens when you give the body what it wants and, and what it needs and you put a, a program a structure in place and you continue to build on that day by day and the fact that she's able to share her story nowadays and write a blog and actually start a group that's going to help others as well on Facebook um, is just testimony to the work she's done and how how far she's come and you know i'm excited for her and what the future holds you know a couple of things she didn't actually mention in in, in the podcast because she's not allowed to legal terms in terms of some of one of her jobs and how it pushed her uh, mentally um really to the edge and how she come through that and how we put things in place and maybe at another time we can get her on the show to talk about that but she's a really inspirational lady like all my clients are when it comes to going through their struggles and 
um, and actually facing things head on and knowing that they have to make a, you know, doing the things you said there, doing things, doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result is insanity, as, as Albert Einstein said. And so people that are willing to look at themselves realize they have to change and they're actually, um, are actually open to doing so. And then to see the results that she's got and what my, all my clients get is just to really, uh, you know, for me, it's a very humbling experience sometimes, the messages I get. I don't share all of them because I don't want to keep on being that guy putting them out there. But some of the messages I get are lovely and uh, and, and just, uh, just, yeah, they are really humbling. And sometimes it gets quite emotional. And when she sharing her story there, this off-air, off I could just tell Stephanie was, was so, like, She's proud of herself for being able to do that and speak about it, something that she's hidden away for so long. And I always say the only things that can hurt you are the things you do hide away and keep secret. So, you know, massive respect to Stephanie for doing that. And and hopefully that's helped some of you going through your own mental uh, health issues or emotional uh, health issues or even physical issues. Um, to say, you know, once you start to heal the body, it doesn't just heal one thing, it heals everything. So it's really, really powerful. Um Got some great episodes coming up for you guys uh, and girls as well uh, come, uh, in, in the future. Um, be talking to Emma Lane about parasites, and I met some phenomenal people actually at San Diego's um, farmers market. And I'm going to be trying to get them on for you in the near future. Some really passionate people who are doing some fantastic things with food, so we're looking forward to getting them on. Otherwise, guys, as I mentioned before, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co for our free four-day gut revival group which will teach you what's been going on uh, if you've got any sort of chronic health issue how you can put that or the, the basics about getting that into place otherwise you can email me at ryan at reviveyourself.co if you're looking for someone to help you one to one with a health issue otherwise um, that's it for this week's show uh, looking forward to, to getting you more uh, quality episodes out and yeah if I can get more of my client stories out there to try and um, be the inspiration that, that they are to people otherwise guys and girls um as always stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon bye-bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas bloating constipation diarrhea indigestion heartburn and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the healing health paradigm today